This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Well, hello again, everyone. You're joining us for another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm Head of Content and Research. My guest today is Alin Bailey. Um, she is with Smart Recruiters, and we're going to be having a conversation about trends in recruiting that HR professionals need to know. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Alin, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. This is my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> well, why don't we start off with, you know, you are having a lot of conversations with mm -hmm. senior HR executives. What are some of the issues and trends they're coming to you with? You know, I think one of the biggest things that we're seeing is that HR professionals as a whole are trying to figure out how do they get people interested in working for them, right? The whole idea of now trying to transition um, in a world post-COVID, right, where I'm trying to navigate, are we headed into a new recession? What has happened with the great resignation? Are people quietly quitting? They have all these challenges in front of them, but at the end of the day, people still have jobs that they need to fill. Mm -hmm. And how do you get people to come in, to apply for those jobs, to be the right fit for those opportunities, um, and to stay with you, and then to be able to have career progression as you go forward. Um, it sounds like, you know, kind of an age-old story, kind of the typical thing that we've always been working on, but the challenges out there in the market are completely different than they used to be just 18 months ago. Well, I mean, I remember when the trend started, the term great resignation was getting kicked around. I, mm -hmm. I never liked that. It wasn't that people were leaving. It's that they were moving around. So right. there's sort of a great shuffle. The great reshuffle. There you go. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, in this new normal of work where, you know, to an extent, the employee is looking around for other options and saying, what do I really want? What is my work-life mm -hmm. balance? What should recruiters be thinking about? What advice do you have for HR professionals looking to fill those jobs? Yeah, so I think the very first thing I can tell people today is that you have to be able to be as fully authentic as possible. The, the days are over where you could kind of live behind a very corporatized, very structured um, employer brand that wasn't real mm. and didn't really connect with individuals. Today, um, we have to remember that candidates, the people you're looking to hire, um, they're also just real people who are also consumers out there in the marketplace. So the way in which consumer marketing has shifted and changed has changed the set of expectations for how people want to interact and look about how they look for jobs and how they look for work. They're shopping for work the same way they're shopping for the right soda brand on their you know, grocery shelf, right? Um, and they're not doing it necessarily because they believe a particular brand is going to tell them the truth or a company is going to be authentic. Um, they're looking to their peers, to their friends, to their colleagues, to recommend to them what they should be doing, what they should be interested in, and then they're going and, and going to pursue it further. So the idea that you can spend a lot of money on kind of brand recognition and having people know and see who you are, I think that's valuable, right? Um, but at the end of the day, if you have a whole bunch of slick marketing on this is a day in the life of what it looks like to work here, to work there, in my job, it will be not nearly as effective as building really good employee referral programs having really strong, authentic social media voice um, from your, from your um, talent, um, and also approaching the entire hiring process and selection process from a very authentic, real, fast-paced perspective. I think you touched on six or seven things that I want to talk about a little further. Okay. Uh, one piece that I do think we need to uh, include early, though, mm -hmm. is how technology has also changed the conversation. Absolutely. Because there are so many tools out there, and you know, from one perspective, it can almost be overwhelming. How, what should people be keeping in mind when they look at their options? Yeah, so when you're looking at tools out there, there's a couple of different options, particularly when we're thinking about 
tools that help me hire or find great talent, mm -hmm. right? Um, your first option is to use um, kind of what's being used out there in the HRAS systems, right? Um, there are modules that are tacked on to larger enterprise systems um, that have recruiting functionality, which are basically primarily focused on compliance and helping you collect the data that you need in order to manage all the rules and regulations that every single government entity has for us today when it comes to mm -hmm. hiring. It's a very, hiring is a very compliance-driven business. Um, or you can look at um, what we call kind of best-in-breed solutions that can overlay on top of those HRAS systems or operate independently. Um, those types of solutions allow you to have more flexibility in how you structure and build your hiring process. They're going to have additional tools and capabilities that allow you um, to reach broader audiences with better job board integrations and distributions. They can connect your branding and marketing capabilities in it, so you can actually run CRM systems very similar to what a marketing division or team would do, building in talent pools, just mm -hmm. like you would build in customer pools or potential customer pools, and doing marketing out to those populations to bring in top talent to, to really build reputation over time. Um, so from a technology perspective, what people really need to look for is, one, what are you trying to accomplish? How complex is your hiring population or pool, right? And the more niche a particular skill is, um, the more you need more complex tools to help you reach out, gather them, and get to them. Um, and then also, how are you going to manage the data as it comes in and comes out, and which systems does it need to be interconnected with? Um, any technology system or tool that you bring in to help you hire really needs to help you be able to manage the data associated with talent. Um, and a hiring system should be the first place where you're collecting data about candidates, managing data about people, and transitioning that data effectively into when they hopefully hire those individuals, right? Um, and disjointed, disconnected systems make that very complicated for people. I loved earlier you mentioned the idea of thinking of your uh, pool of mm -hmm. candidates almost like consumers, almost like customers. There, there needs to be an understanding and an awareness of what they expect and what they want. Um, could you expand upon that a little, especially as it relates to this idea of gathering data through, through technology? Right, right. So, you know, a lot of the strategies that we look at using from a recruitment marketing perspective or from a talent marketing perspective um, are similar strategies that you're using in consumer marketing because it's really the same people. It's just looking for different things. The fundamental difference is, is that if I'm doing consumer marketing or consumer um, outreach, I want to sell as many of a product as I possibly can, right? Mm -hmm. I want huge populations. I'm a little less discerning about who they are because at the end of the day, I'd like to sell to all of them, Sure. right? Whereas from a talent marketing perspective, I want a good pool of talent, but they have to be the right talent, the right fit, because I only have one job at the end of the day, mm -hmm. maybe two, right? Um, so my marketing strategies have to be even more um, uh, discerning. Um, we need to take a lot of the strategies that you're looking at from a consumer perspective about how we um, market over time, how we gather information to help us target in our marketing, um, to do more refined searches, to put ads in the right places at the right time um, in front of people doing progressive profiling and other um, work in that space. But always knowing that you're doing it to gather the right data about people so you can target them and so you can help them make the right choice about whether a job is right for them. Fun, yeah. Fundamentally, one of the biggest challenges we have today in the talent space is that we have always approached jobs as if um, people need to understand if they're a fit for that job. And the market has fundamentally changed. The employee expectation has changed. 
now, just like in the consumer space where Amazon feeds up to me, which best socks to, to buy based on my previous purchases, um, people who are looking for talent want the same sort of experience. What best job for me based on who I am and what you know about me today? So that data pooling that I'm doing from my marketing perspective is not just about targeting to you, but it's about ensuring that I'm matching you to the right opportunities. When I think of what technology can bring HR professionals, I also think it just eliminates a lot of the extra work. There's a lot of things that can be automated or done better. You were saying earlier, you know, you don't have 500 jobs, but you might have 500 people who are interested in the job. How do you keep 500 people from applying that you need to weed through if you could somehow funnel that into 10 perfect candidates who then you can analyze in real ways? Technology can make that happen. And I wonder if you could speak a little bit to you know, how you put it in front of the 500, but you get the right 10 applicants, like draw that line for me. Yeah, you're absolutely speaking my language. And one of the things that you're articulating is one of the newest struggles in the talent space. You know, and originally when we talked about bringing technology into um, the hiring process, it was about driving applicant volume. And what we learned really quickly is exactly what you're already articulating is that 500 people applying to a job when I actually only want to hire one person means a lot more administrative work and lift for recruiters to sort through that to figure out which of those 500 is actually relevant for me. So anything I can do in the technology platform that allows me to help candidates determine if they're the right fit and only have the best 10 apply, and even from there, be able to put the right filters and screening tools into place, take some of that administrative burden off of recruiters so they're focusing on the two or three that are really the top ones, um, and then driving them through the assessment and selection process, all the better for everybody. And technology tools can allow us to do that. The connection of CRM and talent pooling technology on top of an ATS. So now somebody who's interested in your company has a different option besides just applying. They can, interest, they can tell you their interests, they can document who they are with you, they can give you the information to help you match them to the right jobs without formally applying. And now I can put them in my talent pool, I can apply AI tools, I can apply other um, search functionalities that exist within our platforms to find the right people to then go and retarget for other types of roles and positions and help point them in the right direction. I can put screening questions and screening functionality, even assessments about culture and about fit, um, about alignment um, into the front parts of my application process so people can self-select themselves out based on the information that they're getting. Or we can help self-select them out by saying, listen, Thank you for these five questions through our chatbot functionality. Um, we're going to recommend that you don't apply for this job, but instead look at this job over here or join our talent pool until we have something available for you. So we can take these technologies that exist in the consumer marketplace today, like um, chatbots, AI technologies, better search functionalities, um, uh, digital display ad technologies, apply those all to the hiring process using smart talent technologies, and it can allow us to get to the right 10 people that we can filter into the right three that we want to sort through and really be able to land people in opportunities that make sense for them. I guess the natural follow-up after we walked through all of these different tools is not every HR department is tech savvy enough to do this on their own. Uh, they're working with IT, they're working with uh, service and solution providers. Tell us a little bit about that piece. Yeah, so it's funny that you bring that up. That's exactly why I do what I do. Um, so I actually started as a practitioner um, in the talent space working for a large multinational company. 
um, trying to navigate the waters of determining which technologies are the right ones to put into place, and then trying to figure out why people weren't immediately adopting those technologies, and I wasn't seeing these big wins that everybody was talking about. Um, and what I learned over time was that it really is a combination of not just looking at the technology, but also looking at your strategy, your business process, and then how you align your organization to execute it. Um, and that's why I do what I do today. I work um, with Smart Recruiters, which is a um, which is a vendor in the space and a technology space. But my job is primarily um, to work with companies to help them make that connection and figure out how to set up their strategies and how to execute with the tools that we have. Um, whether it's with our company or any other company, I tell people who are in this space that it's okay, you don't have to know all the answers. It's changing so fast. What you need is a really strong partnership between your IT and your data teams, right? Um, connected to really good partners that you can find in the vendor space who aren't just talking about how their technologies can be configured to meet your business needs, but instead are asking you questions like, what are you trying to accomplish? Um, what are your challenges today? Um, what's working and what isn't working? Um, and then helping you come up with not just ways to configure the systems that you're buying, but also how to look at your business processes, how to look at your metrics, how to look at your roles and organizational design, and putting all of those together to execute your strategy. What makes smart recruiters a leader in this space? I think there's two things that make smart recruiters a leader in this space. One, it's technology built by and for talent acquisition professionals who really know the business. And so the technology is solid and strong and leading it on the cutting edge. And that's what you need. It's evolving and growing. But the second reason is it's fundamentally based in helping customers achieve hiring success. Um, again, that's why I'm here at the company and that's why many people um, in my consulting um, arm are in the company is to help companies not just put good technology in place, but help you understand how to make that technology work for you to achieve hiring success. So we're based under that framework and, and principle. Um, you know, we consider ourselves a lot like um, the Macy's Santa Claus, right? Come to us. We want you to buy from us. Um, we believe we're most likely going to be your best solution. But if we're not, we're going to help you find out who is because our goal isn't just that you buy great technology, which we have. Our goal is that you have great hiring practices and we can get everybody in the right jobs at scale. Now, I appreciate, you know, every story is a little different, but could you walk us through sort of a typical timeline? I'm an HR executive. I'm aware my recruiting stuff is, is behind the times. Here's a powerful new suite of tools. What does getting started look like? What is a realistic timeline to get this thing up and running? With us, the very first thing that, that we recommend that you do is um, start with our assess phase, right? Um, we have a, um, uh, a industry-leading um, um, hiring success business assessment um, where we sit down with you and we help you look with your stakeholders and the people across the business, ask some key questions about your talent process and about your hiring process. Um, and then we help give you some insights into how you measure up against best practices in that space and give you some recommendations on how you can start to dial in um, your strategies. Um, our second step then is to sit down with you and say, based on that assessment, let's plan together um, what good looks like for you, what our goals and strategies are, and build an implementation and configuration map. And that's going to include a couple of things. It's going to include how do you put our instance into place so it operates for you? How do you integrate it with your current HR technology or business tools so that your data has a clear pathway? Um, and what other partner tools that you need to put in place to make your unique 
hiring strategy work. You know, every company has a unique strategy. I tell people that every single day. You may need a very specific type of assessment tool because that's what works for the type of candidates that you're looking for. Or maybe you need to have a full-on specialized suite that helps you support college recruiting because that's where you're going to find your best talent. We have great partners in our marketplace that we can connect you to. Um, and then we help build a configuration that connects all of those dots, your current technology, what technology we recommend as packages on top, with other marketplace vendors, um, and then our core talent technology. We configure that for you, we help you put it into place, and then that's our kind of third phase. Our fourth phase is then helping you figure out how to measure. Measure success in a couple of spaces. Your change management process, because there is a change management process associated with any tool switch, and particularly in the talent space, because you're not only having to deal with change management for recruiters, but also hiring managers, and even candidates who may be having a different approach for how you're going about um, getting them into your, into your jobs. Um, and then we also look at things like adoption. We look at your hiring speed. We look at your hiring velocity. Um, and we help you put together the right dashboards to measure over time. Um, so for us, that's how we get you up and running. That process, depending on the size and scope and scale of your solution, can take everywhere from six weeks to 18 months, depending upon you know, how fast we need to go um, how many systems we need to integrate and connect together, um, and how complex your business is. We've covered a lot of ground in this conversation. Are there two or three key takeaways you would want someone who's been listening to this to think about a little further? So I think number one um, is that it is okay not to have all the answers. That it is um, in the world that we're living in today, the talent, marketplace, expectations of talent, what you need to do with your business, and the technology that's out there is all rapidly changing. And it's okay that that's changing. But if you want to be successful in the space, you've got to find good vendors and good partners who can collaborate with you in this changing world that you can trust and that you can trust to help connect you and help find solutions that are going to be unique to you. So that's number one. Um, and the number two thing I would say is that it is all about the data at the end of the day. We're going to talk, we talk a lot with our customers about the fact that having a good technology tool to help you help people apply is great. Having technology that allows you to connect the data story between who you're going after, how you're capturing their data, and then how you're transitioning that data into who they are once you hire them, hugely beneficial to any business. For people who have questions, want to learn more, pick your brain, what is the best way to get in touch? Yeah, so if you want to know more about smart recruiters, then go to smartrecruiters.com. We have lots of information there. Um, we can set you up with a demo. We even have some micro demos you can go and take a look at and kind of see how the product operates. If you want to just know more about talent in general, you want to talk about your own business challenges, I ask people to connect with me anytime they want to. You can reach me at Alin Bailey um, on LinkedIn um, or on Twitter, either way. Well, I do encourage everyone to check out that website. I think uh, it's a great resource, not just to see what Smart Recruiters is about, but also just to sense check where you are in the industry, mm -hmm. because if you're seeing something that is surprising to you, you probably need to talk about that. Mm -hmm. um, I also encourage everyone to reach out to Alin through LinkedIn or, or Twitter. Um, she's been fantastic to speak to and is obviously a, a wealth of knowledge on this topic. Alin, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon. 